So Chris, I'm really excited to learn about some of the different apps that you guys are building. Uh, could you give me some examples of what you've delivered to your field team so far? For sure. Uh, and really, you could categorize these apps into four main categories, all from marketing information apps to the more uh, engineering calculation apps and to the contextual apps and then the actual functional apps. And maybe I can show some examples uh, of what I mean. So if you look at marketing information apps, this is an example where we're showing a new product, the housing from SKF, uh, where it's really a nice interface showing all the new uh, functions of this housing. So if I double press one of these uh, nails, I will see some more information explaining what it really means, what has been added. If we look at the engineering calculation section, this is basically an app where you select a bearing and you can perform a number of calculations on it. So for our engineers, uh, make it easier for them to do their calculation and get a result out at the end of the day. For example, how long is the bearing life for this and this bearing? Those are unbelievable examples. Where, if I'm an SKF employee, where do I go to get all these great apps that you've, you've enabled me to have? We set up an SKF app catalog, and there is where our users can find the external SKF apps, the internal ones, presentational apps, as well as recommended apps. How are the apps actually built? Do you guys have, have you invested in your own development team? Do you outsource the development? Uh, we see a whole bunch of different things across the enterprise. How have you guys solved that problem? When we started uh, this team, we focused fully on having in-house competence to do the development and innovate in that way. We quickly noticed that that, that wasn't enough. Uh, so through that, we built up a partner network uh, where we really find the expertise that we need and for that project pull them in uh, as we, we need that resource or that competence or that specialist knowledge as such. Excellent. So let's say I'm in a line of business at SKF and I have a great idea for an app. Um, is there a formal process that I have to go to uh, to maybe make that request or how does that happen? There is a process in place uh, where we ask everyone to come with the idea or concept. We then look at the idea, we evaluate and see, is it in line with the mobility strategy? Does it actually redesign the process or does it, is it just a replacement of older functionality? And in that discussion, we quickly realize, is this something we should uh, realize and, and bring to the market? Right. So how do, you, how do you then prioritize that, right? So we look at our criterias and, and kind of give them a score, uh, combined with the effort taken to really do these apps. And then at the end of the day, we have a steering committee and they ensure that the apps that we develop and focus on, that they're aligned with SKF strategy in total. Excellent. So I've given you the great app idea. You've approved it. I'm on your prioritized list. Am I just out of the picture until you know, the app gets delivered and I just cross my fingers and hope it's good? Or how do you involve the business and all the stakeholders in that process? We, we learned very early on that uh, if we do it that way, we're going to fail uh, and we're going to have to redo a lot of things. Uh, so we try to, from day one, really involve a, a, a limited amount of you know, people giving feedback uh, and working very closely with them you know, on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, catching their feedback throughout the project and the development phase. And in that way, ensuring that we always tweak to be on the right path. Right. So the Shelf app is an excellent example. Uh, we started off, we, we did a quick version, put it out to, to our users. 
uh, didn't really see the engagement that we wanted. Uh, we then started to, to talk to some salespeople around the globe and found some that were particularly interested in tweaking the app and making it fit for their purpose. That's where we really found the power of, of utilizing the feedback, putting that into the developer's hands, and in an agile way, uh, moving for, forward in the development. So one such ex example, if we look at the Shelf app, our salespeople ha had a problem, uh, and that was that SKF material can, can be quite extensive. Uh, it can be hundreds or even thousands of pages. And when you discuss with a customer, uh, you might just want to share two or three pages because that's what you're discussing at the moment. And looking at it, we found a way in which we can very easily uh, run through, say that we have a document. Mm -hmm. um, we can then look at a different view, select the pages that we want to send, say these two pages, and then send them off in that simple manner. Before they had to take the whole PDF, they had to run a number of programs to edit out the pages, then send it through the mail. It became a lengthy process. Here we could shorten that and we can make it really efficient for our salespeople. Interesting. I could imagine there were plenty of people within SKF who, given the task of editing a 1,000 page PDF document, might find that a little bit taller than they were able to handle. For sure. Yeah. So looking at your apps, I mean, there's some pretty good design in there. How important is design in your app development process? Design for Connectivity Room is really the start, the middle, and the finish. It's, it, it encompasses everything. If the users do not have a good experience, they're not going to use the app. And especially on the interaction, ensuring that it's simplistic in a shape, that it does what it should do, but that it does it in a beautiful way. We cannot just replace the desktop application. We need to do more. And the iOS platform, the tools in there, and our design thinking really helps in that aspect to bring out the more part of it. One question we get from a lot of our enterprise customers is around developing natively for iOS mm. or choosing mm. more of a hybrid or web approach. Mm. Where do you guys fall on this debate? What we see is that whenever you put a limit to developers, uh, the end product will turn out in a limited version. Uh, when you do hybrid, when you do HTML5, we tr tried both, um, you will not reach all the way. Performance-wise, the app will not respond as you want it to. Um, from a user experience point of view, it will not allow you to use all the native functionalities that you really can make use of, and that becomes the beauty and simplicity of that app. So well-designed, native iOS apps, connecting to a system of record, truly changing how people do their job at the point of business. Great stuff.